going to play you a clip of Dr. Mark Hyman talking about cholesterol and all this other nonsense so you guys know what we're up against. Now, just as a comparator, just so you know, this guy has 7,600 reviews on his podcast. I'm going to play you a clip from his podcast compared to my, I don't know, 76 reviews. So he has a hundred times more reviews. He has 7,600. I have 76. I'm going up against people like this who have zero information about cholesterol. But not only that, the information that he's spreading about cholesterol is completely not true. So he first talks about, so I, well, here, let me play you the clip first. Listen to it. It's kind of in the background. It's a little bit of background noise. The audio might suck. It might be annoying. But I did my best to try to capture the audio. But take a listen, and then I'll let you know what my thoughts are. Cholesterol. This is uh, one of the types of cholesterol your body makes, to, and and it's one that seems to be associated with a higher risk of heart disease when it's high. The problem, you know, but, but when you look at the data really carefully around LDL, it's not actually elevated LDL. It's a problem. It's it's the overall pattern of cholesterol, and it's the quality of the LDL. So if it's large, fluffy LDL particles, not so much a problem. If it's small, dense LDL, it's a problem, and that has to do with the fact that uh, we're eating a high a diet high in starch and sugar. That causes the small particles, and those are the dangerous particles. The other part that we need to remember is that the LDL only becomes a problem if it's oxidized. What is oxidation? That's when your car rusts, or oil turns rancid, or your, I don't know what's the other example of it. Your skin wrinkles, right? <laughs> those are all signs of oxidation, and the oxidized LDL becomes damaged, essentially rancid cholesterol in your blood, and that's what tends to activate your inflammatory system. So there was a, a really interesting recent paper that showed that even if your cholesterol was high, if your inflammation levels were low, your risk of cardiovascular disease was really insignificant. So it's not just the LDL, it's the inflammation. And oxidized LDL causes a lot of inflammation, and then that causes problems with uh, plaque formation. So the key to, to preventing oxidation is to reduce things that cause oxidation, which is like a broken record here, but it's our processed, ultra-processed, high-sugar and starch diet that's low in phytochemicals and healthy food. So it's when you're eating a diet that's highly inflammatory, that's high in sugar and starch and refined oils, you're going to get into trouble. And also, if you have a lot of omega-6s, they tend to oxidize and your cholesterol can be oxidized because of these. So I think if you guys heard that, you know what I'm going to say. I mean, there's literally no amount of nonsense that he didn't say. First of all, he started talking about large and fluffy LDL particles, which is absolutely not true. I've posted thousands of articles and videos on my various social media platforms, on my blog. There's literally an article on my blog called Size Matters? Question mark. Like, Does size actually matter when it comes to cholesterol especially LDL particle size. The totality of evidence says that no, size does not matter when it comes to atherogenicity. LDL particles will cross into your arterial wall, whether they are small and dense or larger and more buoyant. The term large and fluffy is just nonsense. It's like a child. Like, you know, he's using words that are uh, somebody who has no idea what they're talking about would say. No one describes, no one in the world 
of cardiology or lipidology would describe an LDL particle as large and fluffy. First of all, they're all about the same size. They're all about 20 to 22 nanometers in size. There are some that are 18. There are some that are 24, maybe 25. But they are all between 18 and 25. So that is just nonsense. Back in the late 90s and early 2000s, we thought maybe where there was this thing called, you know, small-sized LDLs or bullet-shaped LDLs that were a little more atherogenic than the non-ones. But after, you know, decades more of research and more data, we know that all LDL particles are potentially atherogenic regardless of size. Now, remember, if you've listened to some of my lectures and my podcasts, they're not atherogenic in the entirety of their life cycle. Much of their life cycle is spent bringing cholesterol back to the liver to get rid of. So LDL particles are not only just dumping cholesterol into your arteries. There's this thing called indirect uh, reverse cholesterol transport where they are taking cholesterol from HDLs, which got cholesterol out of your arteries and taking it back to liver to get rid of it. So that's just completely false. And this is just nonsense. And I don't know why somebody that is this famous and well-known doesn't just talk to a lipidologist or a cardiologist and say, hey, listen, buddy, can you please like explain this to me? I'll give him credit that he did say that high LDL is a problem, but he made it sound like, you know, that somehow the larger, more buoyant ones are the problem. Now, the issue is there. there's probably a conflict of interest because he sells this lab testing panel where you can come in, I don't know, pay a thousand bucks and he'll do all this lab testing on you. I'm sure part of it is these quote unquote large fluffy LDL particles. In the next part of the clip, the he answers the question again saying, well, they're oxidized, right? So this is just getting worse. This is literally spiraling. If you if you listen to my podcast on the 14 myths that about cholesterol, he's literally hitting all of these myths about cholesterol. Another myth about cholesterol, which he has fallen prey to, probably because of all these medfluencers and carnivore nonsense online, you'd think a doctor would be smart enough to know this, or at least ask somebody smarter than them. In Arabic, we have a saying that on top of everyone with knowledge, there's someone with more knowledge. As knowledgeable as I am about cardiology, I'm a little peanut in a you know big lake. There are billions of cardiologists that know way more than me. So he should probably ask someone that knows way more than him. He's a family doctor that has gone off on the deep end into this functional medicine stuff. He's probably making a lot more money because Cleveland Clinic hired him and he has like, oh, he th he's this functional medicine guru guy and all this stuff. We'll get into functional medicine maybe a different day. But he, he, he's just wrong. Oxidized LDLs is a non-existent thing. If LDL were to oxidize in circulation, it would immediately be eliminated by your immune system and your liver. There is no oxidized LDL in circulation. It is so minuscule. Of course, there are lab tests to check for oxidized LDLs. Labs will check anything you order and they'll design a lab for you. He probably sells one of these labs. I don't know. I didn't look at it, but I did see that he is selling labs for something. Some huge panel that's very expensive. The next problem that he got into, which I just talked about the other day on a podcast, on my own podcast, is he thinks that sugar causes atherosclerosis. 
the lady that asked him this question on his podcast, he says, well, yeah, and the way you avoid, he says, oxidize LDL's rancid, you know, it's like rust on, on iron or like wrinkles in your skin. You know, the reason it oxidizes is because you're eating too much sugar or these inflammatory seed oils, especially omega-6 seed oils. So just wow. Literally the last five podcasts I've done were debunking some of this nonsense. So first of all, seed oils are cardioprotective. Omega-6 seed oils, which he thinks are horrible for you, are actually cardioprotective. Linoleic acid is the one that was tested. That is actually the one that he's referring to. And he says these rancid seed oils, he has no idea what he's talking about. He's literally making up things as he goes along. He continues to say things that are absolutely without question have been proven now. It's not like, well, let me think, maybe oxidized LDL is a thing, or maybe seed oils is a thing. It's not a thing. It's been proven. I literally just did an entire podcast on all of the studies surrounding seed oils, including a very, very large meta-analysis with 68,000 subjects, 76,000 tissue biopsies, where the endpoints were met 15,000 times, where the participants were followed up to 31.9 years. Without question, omega-6 seed oils, especially linoleic acid, is actually cardioprotective. So it's very difficult to take someone seriously when they just repeat stuff that non-medical, non-scientists say online. Like you're listening to, you know, 20-year-old fitness professionals and carnivore gurus and all the stuff online that are no medical education, no degree. They're just medfluencers, just trying to make a quick buck online. You, the doctor, that's smart with your MD degree and whatever else functional medicine degree you have are listening to a bunch of little kids telling you that seed oils uh, are bad for you. So this is really bad science and this is a really bad way uh, to talk to people, especially with such a big platform about cholesterol. I'm, I'm not going to play the rest of his uh, clip there, but he goes on to say um, that one of the lab tests or the things, or one of the, the things that's, that is involved in this is inflammation, that he checks inflammation on himself and probably his patients, and that high inflammation is what causes atherosclerosis. So I've, I've done like a thousand videos and, you know, reports on this. I have a whole chapter of this in my new cholesterol book. Inflammation is not necessary at all for atherosclerosis. So I don't care if your inflammation is high or low or medium or whatever it is, you still need your LDL particles to be down. You need your ApoB down. It comes down to ApoB, which is a way of measuring LDL particles. If your low-density lipoproteins are low, you will not have atherosclerosis. End of story, period. That's it. If you go back in my podcast list, one of the titles I think is the single best thing you can do for your heart or something like that. That is all about ApoB and how to lower it and why it's so important. Literally the last five podcasts I've given are about cholesterol and lipids. Everything he has said in even these like just two minutes of him talking is absolute nonsense and just bizarre to me how someone can be so irresponsible. I mean, it's okay to not know. I get it. He's not a lipidologist. He's not a cardiologist. No one expects him to really know cholesterol. But then if you don't know, why don't you bring on an expert? Why are you speaking so confidently about something that is not your expertise? I've talked about this before, the death of expertise. 
we are like anti-expertise now. We don't want expertise. We want nonsense and we want the easy, dumb answer. And we don't want to explore things in a more scientific way. We're just going to repeat what a bunch of 20-year-old fitness influencers uh, say on Instagram. So there you have it, folks. That's Mark Hyman, the new Cleveland Clinic director, head of functional whatever it is, and telling people on his platform that size matters, which is wrong, that inflammation or oxidation matters, which are two wrong things. Oxidized LDL doesn't matter, and neither does inflammation in your body. Sure, inflammation in your body can cause other problems, and it makes it worse, but if your LDL cholesterol is down, that's not gonna make, it's not going to matter. You still need your LDL down. Telling people that sugar causes atherosclerosis, telling people to avoid seed oils and vegetable oils, which is just nonsense. Literally every study that's been done substituting saturated fat to uh, PUFAs or MUFAs has shown benefit in cardio protection and improved outcomes. And I don't know what else, but there's like four or five other things that he said in this very brief little clip. The one little question, hey, you know, tell me how to lower my LDL cholesterol. Literally in this one little clip, he said about seven of those things on my 14 myths about cholesterol talk on my podcast that are just absolutely incorrect and uh, absurd almost. So anyways, this is why I do this. This is why I do this podcast, because I want people to have the truth about, especially cardiology, because it's the number one killer. How do we eliminate the number one killer? It's by eliminating nonsense and educating the masses. Hopefully someday somebody will listen to this and say, oh my goodness, how did we ever used to think this way before? This is unbelievable that we used to think this or that we had to debunk these things. Um, but anyways, give me some five-star reviews, share this with your friends, and I will see you in the next episode. Peace.